to Niche on Niche. I'm Rachel. I'm Derek. And this is our very first episode with our married couple as mm-hmm. guests. We started a marriage series because Derek and I are going to be getting married in a couple of weeks. What? Yeah, literally almost like two weeks away. So we're so excited to dive in to the different couples at our church just to see how they grew up individually and what you know brought them together as a couple and what married life is like for them. So I want to welcome Kevin and Kanji. Say hello. Hey. Happy Thank to you be so on much. Here. Thank you so much for having us on. And of course. We're so excited to hear from you guys about your story. Um, we know that we've heard <laughs> Kevin's side of the story all the time, but we don't always hear Kanji. So we're really excited to hear her check him and, you know, see if everything that he boasts about is true. So, <laughs> we're, yeah, thank you so much again. Um, so just to get started right off the bat, um, if you guys want to start, tell us, how did you guys meet? You want me to go? Uh, sure. I mean, I think you need both sides of the story. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll just kind of do a quick, you know, you can go and then I can go maybe. But okay. Go ahead. So we were actually introduced by um your aunt actually michelle's mom Mm. oh that's right yeah i forgot about that she works with kevin's aunt and then michelle's mom knows my mom Mm. from la central and um, my mom was like oh you know can i give her your email address you know there's this guy named kevin and you know San Francisco, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, fine, sure, whatever. <laughs> and I gave it, I gave her my email and then, and then time went on. And then I get this random phone call from this lady, like this Ajima. And she's like, you don't know me, but my son, I've been telling him to email you, but he won't email you. I'm like, who is, you know, I'm like, who is this? I have no idea who this is, first of all. And then a couple of days later, um, he sends me this email, like this one sentence email. <laughs> hey, uh, my name's Kevin. I live in the Bay Area. Um, I forgot what the email was like, super, super, <laughs> and like, you know, I'm like, and so I replied, I was like, oh, you know, hi, I introduced myself. And then, the, you know, I, we just say our names and then he emails back, uh, before we get any further, can you send me a picture so I know what you what you look like? <laughs> like <busy>. Wow. <laughs> He's like, let's get right to the point. Yeah. And then we email back and forth and then we talk on the phone and then he flew down and then we met in Santa Monica, like third street promenade. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) we went to coffee bean and I think he literally talked for like an hour straight. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) No pause. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Told me his life story. Ah, I see. Yeah. So my mom gave me this email and you know, I was like, "Oh man, I know what an SDA girl is like." <laughs> like I have this image in my mind from a long time ago. Like, <laughs> basically, you look like you know a Mormon or like <laughs> what do you call it? Those uh, people that you Amish. Know, Amish people. You wear like a shirt <laughs> to your ankles and a bonnet on your head, and, like oh super gosh. conservative. I was like, "Oh man, I don't know if I can deal with this." Well, my mom kept on pestering me, and then I don't know, like 
finally one day I was like, you know what? Okay, let me let me see where this goes. I emailed her and it, I was pretty rude. I was like, oh, I'm a lawyer. I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> well, well, let's not waste, waste each other's time. Send me a picture. And then we traded pictures. And she doesn't remember, but I flew down that weekend. So oh, wow. say that the email response was like on Thursday, uh-huh. you know, like if you buy a Southwest ticket, like that day for like the weekend, that's expensive. It's expensive. I think it was like $300 or something. Oh wow. my God. In LA, but I was like, you know, let's just meet up. And I flew down and then I slept at a, 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 a chim <laughs> uh, <what? laughs> in the bathhouse. I didn't want to like, I got in at like two or two in the morning or something. So I went to a 24 hour bathhouse because I didn't want to pay for a room. And I just yeah. slept in one of the, you know, like after you take a bath, there's like that resting room you can go in. Yeah. So I slept. Yeah, we've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. So I, the, I was tired. And so when we met up at like Santa Monica, I drank like maybe oh. four or five shots of espresso. Oh, I was wow. like super wired. And that's why I think part of it, like I talk a lot anyway, but on top of that, I was like super wired, you know? So I was oh. like, non-stop talking to her i just remember sitting there thinking like oh my gosh do i run or do i (laughs) oh man this looks so hot and interesting what do i do so cute this is exactly what i wanted i wanted to hear (laughs) wait so that picture you emailed him must have been amazing for him to buy a ticket immediately no you should see his picture i was like it's like the korean tom cruise no the first, thing, the first thing that popped in my head was like, maybe he's really nice. <laughs> it's a good picture. It was an awful picture. picture. He looked like he was like under this yellow light. If, if you've seen this movie called Zoolander, the blue steel look where you pout your lips and you kind of Ooh. look like, <laughs> like this. That's the look I was giving the camera. <laughs> Kendra, were you very surprised when he came down that weekend? Were you like, what is this guy doing here? Honestly, I don't remember being at that being that fast, but I don't remember. I mean, I think we talked for a little bit. We did Didn't talk. We? we we talked for a few days. I mean, it might have been a week. We we talked for a little bit, but it wasn't yeah. that much time hmm. um, before we met. And yeah. so that, that was our first meeting. Um, we met at, you know, Santa Monica, and then we went to eat Korean barbecue, all you can eat, um, in, in K Town. Yeah, and then I'm trying to think. Obviously, this is our first meeting, so I didn't like. We said our goodbyes, mm. um, and you know, I had a rental car, so I drove back to the airport, and that was it. I think the next time we met, so let, let's just say that that was like that was in March. That was in March. So Kanji's birthday is April six. So I actually flew back down oh, yeah, for her right. birthday. Wow. And so, I mean, <laughs> we, we just barely started talking. I bought her a present. I didn't know anything, but like I have female friends and they're like, oh, you should give her, get her like a, a gift card to Lululemon. And I was like, oh, all right. Uh-huh. You know, so I got her a gift card to Lululemon, and I think she was like impressed. She's like, "Ooh, Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> were you really impressed, Kanji? Yeah, I, so. I was. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's so nice of him." Because yeah, he like I we really only knew each other for like a month at that point. That's true. Wow, you know, like where this was going. So yeah. and then I took her to a, a, a fancy steakhouse called Maestro Maestros. No, Mastros. 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 In, in Beverly Hills, I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and then at that time, the 
Sprinkles cupcake vending machine had just come out and I was like oh. really into the Sprinkles cupcakes and so I made him wait in line and then later I found out like he hates waiting in I line. Hate waiting in line. <laughs> I also hate like you know those like fancy fancy like restaurants. <laughs> yeah. You know, but so it was all the things you hated us in the beginning. Mm. Yeah. Thanks. So at, at what point did it go from like these first dates and like emails and stuff to like a more serious relationship where you're thinking about your future? I think for us, so it was really that summer. So what happened was that summer I got accepted to NYU for their mm-hmm. one year tax master's program. And I wasn't planning on going unless I got accepted to this particular program. It's like mm-hmm. one of the top, top programs in the nation. Um, I was kind of retooling like my career and trying Mm -hmm. to figure out, okay, what path do I want to take? And so, you know, here comes this opportunity for me to, to move to New York, but now I'm just entering into this relationship and, you know, mind you, we're like in our thirties, right? So when, when you're in your thirties and you date, especially like if you're more serious, you're not thinking of, oh, I'm just dating casually. And especially if you're yeah. dating like within the SDA community, obviously mm-hmm. in your 30s, you're dating with the potential to get married. Yeah. So, you know, that put us in kind of a dilemma. So we know that we're we're dating. We're already talking about things like, oh, are we compatible for marriage? Is this something that we want to pursue? And now I have to make this decision to go to New York. Mm-hmm. So we had that conversation pretty early on. And I said, you know, I, I have to go to New York for my future and for the future of whoever I end up marrying, you know, mm. this is very important. And so um, we talked about it and, you know, Kanji decided, okay, I can wait a year, you know, like we, we can do this. And she made that decision and that's how we made it work. Otherwise. Wow. Yeah, we wow. yeah. So we dated long distance for mm-hmm. a year Damn. and I was working and he was in school. So he, couldn't fly to you know yeah la yeah so i flew out once a month to new york wow once a month yeah yeah but it was also a lot of fun because Mm -hmm. it's new york true we got to eat at a lot of good places and a lot of memories there we Mm -hmm. took our engagement pictures in new york (gasps) wow Dude, yeah, I wish we got to go to New York once a month. That I sounds know. awesome. <laughs> I went to LA like what once every two, three months when we were doing long distance. Yeah, but we were both college students. Yeah, <laughs> we had no money. Fun too. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious yeah, though, I mean, like, because that's a big decision to say, like, oh, you know what? It's okay. I'll wait a year while mm-hmm. you while you go to yeah, New York. Was- so early on, you probably already had some idea, right? Well, it was a big risk I was taking. I felt like because. Mm-hmm long distance is so hard yeah yeah to start a relationship and then do long distance it's like i was like yeah i had it was a risk for both yeah. of so them. what yeah. was it about kevin that made you think oh, he was worth that risk <laughs> <laughs> i think in the beginning he was really persistent mm. and that was like a good quality i felt like um that he had was he like after the date he called me. He was like, "Oh, did you get home safely?" Wow, like that. Um, so I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe he's like a good guy after all." <laughs> <laughs> That's something that even Derek has a hard time with right now. Because yeah. like I was telling Derek, I was like, "Oh, how come you never text me? Like, did you make it home okay? <laughs> yeah. Or like, call me when you get home? How come you never say that? My friends say that." And literally, Derek's first response was like, 
why would I do that? <laughs> we live 15 minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you don't call me at the end of the night, then I guess then I might be worried. But if not, I don't have a reason to worry. <laughs> yeah. That's very nice. And now I say it like mockingly okay. when she goes home. You have to set the bar low. Exactly. It can only go up. Exactly. You don't, you don't want to do what I did. Like, <laughs> it falls, you know. You set the bar hard, the, the bar really high, and then it's like all down. Yeah. Now he doesn't even know if I'm home or not if I leave the house. Or not. <laughs> That's so funny. So then, so you guys were dating, and then you guys did long distance. And huh. um, Kevin, you said that you proposed, and you guys did your engagement shoot and everything in New York. Um, how long was the engagement period for you guys? Okay. So we got engaged like around, I want to say around Valentine's day, like it was around mm -hmm. February mm -hmm. and we ended up getting married in October. So honestly, so I'm still in school, mind you. And mm -hmm. like, I don't graduate until May. Mm -hmm. So we get engaged, you know, I had a ring, you know, we did it in central park. I took her like in the middle of the woods. At first, <laughs> I, public, but then I was like, oh, man, this is too embarrassing. So I actually we did it in private, which I thought was good. Mm. And then she went back and I'm in school. So I'm doing nothing like zero. You know, Kendra will call me and then she'll tell me, oh, like I went to go see these venues, went to go try this cake, blah, 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 <laughs> trying this dress. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, it was cool. basically me planning yeah. it. So from between like February to essentially like June, Kanji did everything. Dang. And I just kind of said, Showed okay, up. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even like the tux, even mm. the tux. I think I went to men's warehouse to, to rent a tux. Like, on the day of the wedding, the men's warehouse person told me, oh, man, you, you know, you need a better tux. So I'm just going to upgrade you for free. So he ended up giving me like, <laughs> I'm like, because I got, I don't know what I did. I probably just got something off the rack. Like, you know, the worst generic tux. And yeah. he, oh, no, you're getting married. So he <laughs> A good box. He was like, I can't let you do this to yourself. <laughs> yeah, so we got married October 6, Six. 2013. Very close wow. to you. Wow. Oh, seriously. Two days it was after. Like the fourth, right? Yeah. 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 Ours is a six. Yeah. Dang. And it's been seven years. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Or almost seven years. Yeah. That's right. Almost seven that's right. years. Dang. So that's the thing that we're kind of most curious about going into this because we're about to get married. Um, so I guess the biggest thing that I'm curious about is what what was your relationship like before you guys got married and what was the biggest change that happened mm, after yes. you guys got married? Mm, a relationship before? Well, I mean, it was just always us two dating. Mm -hmm. And then after we got married, I don't feel like it changed much, but I did get pregnant right like soon after we got mm -hmm. married. Oh, that is cool. So, you know, uh, our priorities had to change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if I, I think in hindsight, if I had the time and luxury to wait mm -hmm. and be married and ha and just be married for a few years and mm -hmm. travel and stuff like yeah. that, would be wonderful. Mm -hmm. But we were older mm -hmm. and yeah. You know, we didn't have the luxury of waiting and just being a married couple for at least a year or two. Yeah. Or, you know, even when we said we're going to try, it wasn't like we didn't expect 
to get pregnant. That too happens. In so no, like we got married in, in in October, and and I think Kendra got pregnant in November. November. Oh my <laughs> because wow. I was older, you don't know, right? Yeah. Some people try for like and years. You, yeah, exactly. So, Getting, having trouble getting yeah. pregnant. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, all things being equal, we'd rather, yeah, just get pregnant as soon as we start trying, rather than having a really hard time. So yeah. I mean, we're grateful for that. But yeah, definitely. And you guys have the luxury of time, right? Because mm-hmm. like, you know, Derek, you're, you're like 20, 26? 24. Oh, 20. Uh-huh. Even more time. <laughs> you guys can just travel yeah. the world, you know? Yeah. Like being and, married and just you two, it's mm-hmm. like the precious, that's precious time. It is precious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting for us because we've been together for eight years already. Uh Um, So it's interesting to see what that shift, even if it's a very minor shift, Mm -hmm. what that might look like for us. Oh, it's going to change. You'll learn like these weird quirks that you didn't maybe notice. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Right now, Derek goes home at night, right? And he Mm -hmm. lives with his parents. parents. And so you guys only see a part of each other. You don't see the whole... Like because the way Derek is with under his parents' roof is also probably different than independent Derek. Derek. Yeah, oh, it's also different than you know Derek as a husband. You know, mm-hmm. just do so. There's all these different sides. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but definitely mm-hmm. it, it's you'll you'll see different sides, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> it's interesting to think about. I'm curious what Ra- independent Rachel is going to yeah. be like as opposed yeah. to Rachel with her parents. You know, one interesting thing that I noticed is that. I get annoyed at my partner for kind of the deficiencies that I have that I see in her. So like <laughs> I'm I'm a lazy person by uh-huh. nature. Uh-huh. So if I see Kanji be lazy, <laughs> mad, I'm yeah. like, why are you cleaning the house? He's <laughs> like on his phone, lying yeah. on the couch. <laughs> but I think that- because I know my deficiencies, I want the other person to not have the same mm. flaws that I have. Uh-huh. Mm. So, yeah. Were there any like weird quirks that you discovered about each other after you got married? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Th- things that you can discuss on air. <laughs> I mean, you just you get you got to roll with the punches, man. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Once you get married, you're gonna see everything. Like, yeah. That's just the way it is. Well, I mean, some people are super shy around their husbands. Yeah. I'm not. Oh yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. it. Depends. I, I know there are some. Like I have a cousin whose wife never uh, took off her socks in front of her husband. Oh, interesting. Like, that's like super. Or weird. I have a patient. She says she won't floss in front of her husband. What? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like what? You won't like. Oh, I don't even tell you the things I do in yeah. front of my. Husband. I mean, we're, we're all open books, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. which is good and bad. Obviously it's good because, you know, we're just very comfortable. Mm-hmm. And we don't have those, we don't hide anything from each other, but obviously, you know, when you're, when you're trying to create some mystique, it takes away from some of that. Mystique. <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting quirks. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously tons of gross things that uh-huh. we won't share. Yes. This is a family family friendly podcast. <laughs> you know, one thing is like I snore. And <laughs> yeah. so Kanji, as soon as we got married, immediately she made me get like this device that I have to wear. It's like it's like jail, basically. <laughs> well, put... because I'm a light sleeper and oh. like I can't sleep if someone's snoring next to me. Yeah. 
you need to fix that ASAP. Oh, and I'm a heavy sleeper, so oh, I don't. Know me what's too. Going on. Yeah. Huh. Mm. What about you guys? Who's the heavy sleeper? Who's the light sleeper? So, yeah, Derek can sleep in whatever circumstance he's in. He yeah. can fall asleep yeah. so quickly anywhere, anytime. And through anything. Through anything. Much. And I'm so like jealous. You. Yeah. yeah. For me, I'm sensitive. Sleeper? Yeah. I'm a light sleeper. I'm sensitive to light, to sound. So when you have kids, Derek, you'll be oh, you'll you'll man. be golden. <laughs> and then Rachel poor, will hate you. Poor Rachel, Rachel might be so tired. I ain't never oh, heard Cameron God. cry. When he was a baby. You're like Cameron's an angel. He never cries in the middle of the night. Oh, you know what else you can do, Derek? Uh-huh. You put in like earplugs. Uh-huh. So, oh, that's one weird quirk about me is I always have to listen to documentaries when I sleep. Oh. So I always have like my AirPods in. Uh-huh. Listen to some documentary huh. or like eat, eat a sermon or something. Interesting. Before I go to sleep. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if that also helped with the not hearing your kids cry. <laughs> probably. probably. <laughs> but I feel like if that were the case for me, if I heard a kid crying and I'm so done, I would just kick Derek and be like, uh-huh. you deal with it. Mm-hmm. I, would, I wouldn't have any issues waking Derek up to go fix something. Yeah. You'd have to try pretty hard though. <laughs> Um, I kind of wanted to ask you, like, marriage is fun. You guys had so much fun, um, you know, getting together and then the start of your marriage. And then you guys were blessed with, you know, beautiful Cameron. What What's something that you wish you knew before getting married? Like, like you guys were in your 30s already. Were people giving you life advice left and right? Or looking at it in hindsight now, you feel like, oh, if there was a piece of advice I'd give myself, I'd say this let's see um piece of advice that we knew before we got married i mean okay so there's nothing we didn't hear Mm. from Mm -hmm. people people gave us all the advice but the stuff that we didn't heed um and i think it would have been a good idea is really sit down and talk about sort of your views on certain big topics. Mm. Let's see. For us, it wasn't so much religion. I mean, fortunately, like religion's a big topic, right? Mm -hmm. You guys have, you know, you guys have the fortune of being part of the same religion. Maybe Mm -hmm. you might talk about like how you want to practice Mm. um, being a Seventh-day Adventist. Maybe that's Mm -hmm. something that you'd want to discuss mm-hmm. or or maybe you don't have to because you grew up at in the church and you guys already know sort of mm-hmm. how, how you want your spiritual lives to be um but for us you know two things we never we, we never combined finances until we got married mm-hmm. uh we never had kids together so we didn't know how we would raise our kids like our upbringing me and kanji was completely different mm-hmm. even though we're both we were both born seventh-day adventists our upbringing was completely different because, you know, I left the church for a while. My mom was following a a, a strange religion. Mm -hmm. On top of that, I lost my dad early on. Mm -hmm. So I grew up without a father figure. And I think a lot of that shaped my upbringing. Whereas Kanji grew up with a dad who was very doting Mm -hmm. and um, very hands-on. So yeah, it just, our parenting styles are totally different. And yeah, I mean, we have a lot of disagreements just because we have different upbringings. So, um, you know, I remember, I remember Kanji saying, Oh, you know, we should, we should have met with like a pastor or like a, what do you call it? A marriage therapist. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. before we got married so we can hash some of this stuff out. Mm. But we did it, you know, mm. and we kind of learned everything um, as, uh, you know, as we went along. Mm. Um, and it, it worked. It's fine. I mean, we have our disagreements and we fight and we argue and we, you know, compromise. But definitely it doesn't hurt. Right. Mm. And yeah. At the time, I was like, no, we're not going to see a counselor, or a marriage therapist or whatever. We don't have to talk about finances because like I felt like you're like setting yourself up for failure, right? Like, why do we need all that? We'll be fine. We'll be perfect. You know, <laughs> love each other. What can possibly go wrong? <laughs> That's something that a lot of people have been telling us actually yeah. is, is yeah. the new premium. And nobody podcast. listens. Nobody yeah. listens because you think, you know what? We don't need any of that because yeah. we're so compatible. We knew each other since we were four. Like we yeah. know everything yeah. about each other. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like we're going to be one of those people that don't do it either just because yeah. we don't really have time or the opportunity right now. No, that's, that's but, exactly right. That's right. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, okay, I'm just on. hoping that we're able to have those hard conversations with each other. But I mean, that is something that we did want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We only have two weeks now. I don't know if we'll be able to fit that in. <laughs> Maybe this is our premarital counseling. I know. <laughs> I fear you'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. another thing. Another thing is, um, it'd be great. Like you know, each person has something that they completely hate doing. Mm. So, if the other person will do that thing, then you guys will have a happy marriage. Like let's say one person hates folding laundry. If the other person's willing to take on more of the laundry folding burden, I don't know. I just feel like you'll have a much more happier, happier marriage. If both of you hate doing something, that's that's when there's problems. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Guess we gotta start making a list of things we hate doing. Seriously. Yeah. So then what would you say would be the hardest part about marriage? Would it be those things that you hate doing? <laughs> no, I don't think so. For me, um, a learning process for me was, you know, I was like in my mid-30s before I got married. So basically living for myself, being selfish. So when you live for yourself, it's really easy, especially if you're a guy. You know, like I can leave the toilet seat up. I never have to refill the, the, you know, the, the toilet paper. Ooh. I'll just have a stack of toilet paper right in front of me, and you just kind of unwind as you go. You don't even have to put it on the, the, you know, the, the roller. roller, right? <laughs> like, w- never have dishes because either I'm eating off paper plates or it's takeout. Oh and like, you know, like I do laundry once a week, but I only wear like three t-shirts and three underwear. Don't ask me why it's only three underwear, not seven. <laughs> yeah. But it's really easy to fold because it's big. So it's like six pieces of laundry a week. It's great, right? You get married and you have kids then you have to, you know, basically fold 30 pairs of underwear a week because kids go through like four <laughs> pairs of underwear and they're tiny. So you have like this much but in terms of how much like clothes you have to fold, it's like quadruple because they're mm. they're small, right? Mm. So it, it really is. I mean, you, you learn to become more selfless mm. when you get married mm. because you are a family unit as opposed to a single person. Yeah, going from me to we would be really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you are a giving person, it doesn't matter. Even if you are a giving person, there's one thing to be like giving 
you know, on my own terms, as opposed to yes. now we're stuck with each other 24 <laughs> seven. So whether I want to give or not, whether I'm a giving person or not, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of for- my hand is kind of forced. Mm-hmm. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm curious about your actually your, your previous stage of life. Cause you guys did say that you got married later. Um, and I'm sure, you know, we're getting married pretty early, but majority of people our age don't get married. People are getting married later and later mm-hmm. these days. So I'm curious if any, do you have any advice for people in like their 20s and 30s who are single and, you know, dating right now? What kind of things did you guys look for? Um, maybe like, what did you see in that email that made you think, oh, I should fly down? You know, what kind of things are you looking out for when you're, when you're looking for someone um, in that process? So for me, I knew he was like kind of SCA, but you know, it, I didn't know. I, I, I know most of like the SDA people like mm-hmm. in California, at least, yeah. you know, just going from camp meeting and you just know like other people from other churches, but I had no idea who this guy was. <laughs> in my previous relationship, like one of the main reasons why it didn't work was because he wasn't um, like, he wasn't, he, he was like raised Catholic and, you know, it just didn't work. And so I was, yeah, and I didn't, I really didn't think religion was, gonna be that big of a deal um you know in dating for some reason but then you know when it got serious I realized okay yeah this is this is like gonna be an issue Hmm. so and then when I had heard his name I was like oh I don't don't even know you know he probably doesn't go to church doesn't sound like I've never heard of his name so that was kind of like something I had to um consider but then the fact that you know I did find out he grew up in the church you know, when he was young. And then, um, so I think that's like kind of important to find out, Mm -hmm. find out, you know, where you guys stand in terms of, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, I left, so I told you like my mom followed kind of a strange offshoot of SDA. It was widely considered a cult. And so I was kind of done with the religion for a long time. And when I dated, I, I didn't care about any of that. I just dated haphazardly, whoever, you know, very casually. But in the back of my mind, nothing ever clicked. Nothing ever worked. And I was like, you know, I don't understand why. Like, you know, I'm a good person. I feel like, you know, I have decent morals. But I'm dating all these people and it's just something's not right. Hmm. And I didn't realize that what I was looking for was someone in the church. Like I, yeah. I, I didn't realize that until I met Kanji and we started going to church together and we started meeting each other's families. And I was like, Oh, you know, this feels right. Mm-hmm. I, I guess for me, it was like, I didn't even know it was sort of in my, you know, it was kind of uh, in my foundation to seek someone with the same values. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I met Kanji that I found that person. So, I mean, my advice for people dating in their 20s and 30s is really, you have to really, I know dating is fun and going out there and meeting different people is fun and exciting. But before you do that, it's really self-reflect and see, like, what are you looking for? You know, like really Mm -hmm. think it through and give it some thought because you'd be surprised, you know, at who you are and what you're really looking for. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good advice. I think that's something that I 
working on myself, just reflecting in general, you know what I mean? No matter what stage you are in your life, I feel like self-reflection is really important. And for me, like Derek and I, we never had, we never got to experience what it's like dating other people. Um, and I feel like it's so interesting to interact with people who've had different experiences than us. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's through meeting other people and seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work really helps mm-hmm. shape mm-hmm. Um, your values. And you really get to reveal parts about yourself that you've never really thought about before. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like that's something that's really important to keep in mind when you are dating it's mm-hmm. not always about the other person it's about who you are first mm-hmm. and thinking about yeah. who you are as an individual right 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 yeah yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> okay so we asked about what was the hardest part about marriage what's the best thing about marriage then give us all of the positive and the happy feelings with I mean, marriage there's a lot of let's see i'll well, start with kind of the non uh, the more practical aspects, right? Mm-hmm. So when you get married, you get economies of scale. What that means is if you buy one pack of Kleenex, it costs a dollar. You buy a five pack, it costs two dollars. So you're financially you're saving money. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. You shop at places oh like gosh. you know what I mean. You you buy in bulk. Shop yes. at places like Costco. Mm. Um, also, you know, it's like in terms of basketball you have the ability to do zone defense because you have two people. <laughs> With two people, you can cover like a wider area than just a person by himself, right? Or herself. Mm-hmm. So you get those benefits. Um, the more intangible benefits, I think, are you don't have to sleep alone at night. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that that sounds kind of corny, but you know, it's always nice to, to come home to someone mm-hmm. and be able to sleep next to someone you care about you love mm. right so i mean yeah there's tons of benefits yeah i think for me it's just being com- you know being comfortable with you know being able to like plan your life and like actually mm-hmm. settle down and you know when you're dating you're just like living your life freely sort of but then at some point you come you know you realize like oh i want i want to like settle down and i want to like plant my roots and you know so and then you know my friends were had gotten married way before me and you you know you watch them get married have kids you know buy a house and do all these things and then you know you see how happy they are Mm -hmm. and so I'm just like wow okay there you know obviously there is something to this Mm. the reason why people do this <laughs> yeah I, mean, I think there's there's a reason why god made you know adam and then he said oh you shouldn't be alone and he mm. made you. um you know we as human beings were created by god to be together and yeah. so honestly for me i feel the most complete like when my whole family's together in one place mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter we don't have to necessarily be interacting with each other per se but the fact that we're all together in one place that's when i feel kind of like the most content like oh this is my family this is my this is our unit you yeah. know mm-hmm. like, together we can face the world we can do anything mm-hmm. so that's just a good feeling <clears throat> so right now you guys are still technically not a unit right mm-hmm. but come october 4th we'll be a unit. <laughs> and 
it's kind of like the that old I don't know if you've seen like Voltron or like any of those old cartoons where you have like different or like Power Rangers, you know, once yeah. they come yeah. together, they become super powerful. <laughs> I love that. And that's actually part of the reason that like we decided to get married so early is like I feel like we're at this point where I am trying to go off to PA school somewhere and you know you're finishing up your teaching, but I like we didn't want to go off on doing our, our own thing anymore. Like we felt like mm-hmm. it's time for us to just join and go through this journey together. Mm-hmm. Um, wherever wherever I end up, um, whatever our careers hold, we want to go through that together. And so I think that's really encouraging that it's something that you guys enjoy so much and is a really beautiful yeah. part of marriage. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for highlighting just the wonders of of marriage for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I, I I think you guys are in for a, a real treat. Yeah. And then once you get married, that's right. You know, all the success and failures, they become, um, you know, Rachel, your success and failures and vice versa. You know, Mm -hmm. all of your success and failures become, Derek, your success and failures. Case in point, like when I was in New York, I just remember like I was going through all these interviews and like I was getting rejected left and right. Mm -hmm. It's because I I was at an awkward point in my life. I was a little bit older than the rest of my classmates. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't go to like a top tier law school, even though I, I, you know, I went to NYU, which is a top program. Mm. Like my classmates came from more prestigious backgrounds and I was getting, I wasn't getting a job offer. And every time I, I'd feel dejected, I'd call Kanji and, and mm. feeling all depressed. And then I remember just like getting down on my knees and praying and saying, you know, God, if you meant for me, Kanji to get married and for me to have this life with her, you got to show me a way, you got to show me a way to like support this family. Mm-hmm. And then not soon after that, I get a call from KPMG Wow, from the person who would become my boss for six years. Huh. And, you know, I got an offer right there. And honestly, it, I was really grateful, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like the top job in the country. Mm-hmm. It was just like a, a normal job. The salary wasn't even that great. Mm. But then Kanji, like, she totally encouraged me and she said, you know what? It doesn't matter. You found a job. You should be thankful. And we'll just, like, work our way up. And honestly, so when I first started my job, I was making less than Kanji was making as a hygienist. Mm-hmm. But wow. by the time I left that company, I think I doubled, maybe more, even more than doubled. My wow. Well, you know, I mean, God has a purpose. And even though um, it wasn't perfect in the beginning, like we were able to get through it as a family. And yeah. I, I felt mm-hmm. so encouraged by that, you know? And that's what I keep hearing from people is everyone's story is so different. No one's is perfect. They graduate from medical medical school and they're a doctor mm-hmm. and they're set for life. You know, everyone has these different journeys and different bumps along the way. And that's why I feel even more confident going into this with you that, you know what, we're going to encounter these bumps oh, yeah. together and yeah. we'll be able to get through it. Yeah. No, don't expect perfection. It's mm-hmm. marriage is... I don't want to say ugly, but marriage is, you know, it's real. It's raw. Yeah. Some, the, I mean, I'll be honest with you. There are days we don't get along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Days where we're, we're just at each other's throats where we're yelling each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, yelling at each other is probably every day. That's just <laughs> normal. <laughs> That's normal. In our but at the end of the day, uh, we always sleep together. You know, we're always physically touching each other when we sleep mm-hmm. whether rightly or wrongly you know it might be like annoying or not but you know that's we don't say it enough but 
I know for a fact that we care a lot and deeply for each other, and we can't mm-hmm. survive with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Awesome. Read that book, The Five Love Languages. Yeah. Okay. No. (laughs) You know what the love languages are, though. You've never read it. We do talk about that a lot. I think that's really helpful. Yeah, overrated. (laughs) (laughs) She always complains about that. She's but. No, it's important. Overrated. Yeah. Maybe we should close with book recommendations. Oh yeah. (laughs) Do you guys have any other book recommendations? So five love languages is definitely one. What about you, Kevin? He only reads law textbooks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't want to hear. I don't want to read those. I will say, though, you got no, me into no, Graham no, Stephan. No, and I started watching his videos a lot. So there are. I, I can't remember the name because I only watch, I only watch uh, the podcast. Yeah. But Dave Ramsey is really good. Mm. Um, and he'll give you a lot of insight into how to live a frugal, um, financially responsible life. Mm. Um, like I said... The more financially responsible you are together, mm-hmm. they say that the number one marriages dis- the number one reason marriages disintegrate is finances. Number two is the way the differences in how you raise your children. Mm. So you can figure out those two things. Got it. Golden. All and, right. All right. So finance and love languages. Yeah, we got homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Well, thank you guys so much. We're so glad that you're able to join us this week. Um, Thank you to all our listeners who tuned in this week to another episode of Niche on Niche for our special marriage series. So grateful that Kevin and Kanji joined us. And if there's any other couples out there who felt inspired by hearing their story and have something that they want to share with us, please come into contact with us and let us know. And we'd love to have you on. Um, But once again, thank you guys so much. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. Thank Thank you.